Hello, and welcome to the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast. If you're wondering, what happened to the myth-busting the Pregnancy Resource Center podcast? Rest assured, you're in the right place. For various reasons, Myth-Busting the Pregnancy Resource Center now has a new name, but still has educational and inspirational content for you. I appreciate your patience with this change. You can find the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast online at theheartbeatpodcast.net. Now here is today's episode of the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast. Hello and welcome to the Heartbeat of the Pro-Life Ministry podcast. My name is Beth Bissonette and I've been an executive director of a pregnancy center for over 22 years. I hope to educate, motivate, and inspire you, the pro-life Christian, so that you can help to save and change lives for life and for Christ. Let's get into today's episode. I'm often asked, how do I have those difficult conversations about abortion with people who aren't pro-life? Well, that is a very big question. So I'm going to take a few episodes to answer it in layers for you. In this episode, I want to share six steps to help you with those difficult conversations about your pro-life view with someone who isn't pro-life. In future episodes, I'm going to share a method with you that relies on logic and defends the humanity of the preborn being. I'm going to share a little bit about my own hesitancy, fear, and expectations in these conversations. And then I'll also share how to have a pro-life conversation with a Christian who isn't pro-life. To start off in this episode, here are my six suggestions when having a conversation about your pro-life view. What do you think is the number one thing I'm going to suggest? Go ahead, you can say it out loud because either you're all alone and nobody's listening or if somebody hears you, they're going to be wondering, what are they listening to? And then you get to share the podcast with them. All right, number one, pray. You knew that, right? This may seem like the most obvious thing, but in everyday life, it's not always the first thing we do. I suggest that you routinely ask God to prepare you for such conversations and that he would give you the opportunity to have them. I know that's scary. Then get used to saying a quick prayer when that opportunity arises. At the Pregnancy Help Center, we call this the flare prayer. The book of Nehemiah in the Bible is all about Nehemiah's process of rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem. In chapter 2, In the book of Nehemiah, it says that he was sad that the wall around Jerusalem had been destroyed. When the king asked him why he looked so sad, it says that with a prayer to the God of heaven, he replied to the king. He didn't stop and get on his knees right then and there before God and the king. He just offered up a quick prayer first 
and then immediately responded to the king's questions. The king heard him and gave him what he asked for. So say a silent prayer that God will guide your conversation when they start, and that the Holy Spirit will give you the words to share with the people you're conversing with. Number two, please be kind. If you're speaking to a woman, you have no idea if she's had an abortion herself at some point. The Guttmacher Institute statistic is that one out of every four women who experience a pregnancy by the age of 45 will have an abortion. So even if you know the woman you're speaking with, you really don't know if she's had an abortion at some point, and she may be struggling with that. She may have shame surrounding it, or maybe defending abortion out of a misguided sense of justification. So please be kind when you speak, saying things like, how can any woman kill her own baby? Or abortion is murder. Those things really aren't helpful, and you could really be cruel to a post-abortive woman that you're talking to, and it really isn't likely to get them to listen to anything you have to say. Suggestion number three, stay calm. I know this is easier said than done, isn't it? Because we know that the lives of babies are being taken every day, and it's hard to see how anyone could condone that or defend it. I myself used to be very pro-abortion before God opened my eyes. So I know that most people who defend abortion do it because they believe that an unwanted pregnancy is detrimental to the woman and that that child is likely to be abused or neglected. They may have a misguided belief, but often Their heart is sincere. Although looking back at my own pro-abortion belief, now I can see the darkness that I was in then, but I didn't realize it at the time. However, I think that we all can see that there are a lot more people now than there used to be who are harsh, violent, hateful, and unreasonable when it comes to abortion. They are people you most likely can't reason with. So if someone starts to verbally attack you personally or is saying hateful things to you, I suggest you walk away because you're not going to reason with them. And I hope that it goes without saying that if you feel threatened, leave the situation. But having said that, please don't let fear keep you from engaging in a valid pro-life conversation. We need to be having these conversations more. I'm going to talk more about fear in a future episode. Suggestion number four, be a light, but in person. These conversations should always be in person, not on social media or texting, as tempting as that might be. I've had social media interactions about abortion that I've regretted, not because I was offended or it got heated, but because I realized afterwards that it's just not an effective way to communicate. And most often, it just leaves us feeling frustrated. It may feel safer to hide behind a social media post, right? But you'll never get your point across, and most likely, you'll be less than effective. Suggestion number five, 
slow the conversation down so that you don't find yourself going down rabbit trails. I share this advice with my staff at the pregnancy center in their training. When we receive a contact from a woman wanting an abortion, we can start to feel nervous and pressured to say the right thing. And before we know it, our speech speeds up and it's easy to forget what you want to say and you find yourself being less than effective. Right? Take a deep breath. Slow down. And ask the Holy Spirit to give you the right words. If you've ever been in one of these difficult conversations, you know that it can go many different ways. Usually they'll bring in the typical arguments that we hear to defend abortion, such as, it's a woman's right to choose. What if a woman is raped? What if the kid will be abused or neglected? What about all the kids in foster care? There are many directions to go when these topics are raised. Since Roe v. Wade was overturned in 2022, I've noticed a distinct shift in the conversation to include things like, it's not a baby, it's just a fetus. Or, it's not a human being and definitely not a person, so it has no feelings and no rights. I'll admit that the conversation can get very complicated and very heated very quickly. So slow down the conversation. Because if you're taking the time to listen and keep your focus, you'll have more control and it's less likely to become heated. And then reasoning will never prevail if you go down rabbit trails and you start to try to shout people down. And if your purpose is to shout them down, you're not going to be very effective. Number six, ask open-ended questions. When you find yourself in a conversation about abortion, it's a good idea to ask them some questions first so that you can get an idea of where they're coming from and what they think. There are many conversations in life where the exchange of ideas can lead to a change of mind and heart for us. But as a pro-life Christian, we know that the issue of abortion is not an idea that we'll ever change our minds about. And if you don't know their thoughts, then you don't know how to defend the truth to them. You can ask questions like, how do you feel about abortion in general? If they say something like, I would never have one, but I believe abortion should be legal. Then ask them why they would never have one. Chances are it's because they believe that it's a baby and they couldn't take their own baby's life. But they also mistakenly believe that it should be legal for another woman to take their baby's life. Well, that doesn't make much sense. And this is a great jumping off point to share the humanity of the preborn with them. Another question could be, in your opinion, under what circumstances do you feel abortion is not acceptable? Find out if they have any hesitancy or sticking points when it comes to abortion. Another question could be, how many weeks into a pregnancy do you think abortion is okay? When you can hear their opinion about when they feel abortion isn't acceptable, then you can move into explaining the humanity of the preborn. And if they can see that it's an innocent, defenseless human life, you have a chance to at least get them to think at best 
and to change their mind. Having these reminders, these suggestions, before you engage in those extremely important pro-life conversations, they can give you peace, keep you confident in the Holy Spirit guiding you and helping you in these conversations. So let's review. Number one, be prayed up. Say a quick prayer for guidance when the conversation starts. Number two, be kind because you may not know the abortion background of the person you're speaking with. Besides, you're, you're a representative of Jesus and shouting people down or attacking them personally just isn't the way to go. Number three, stay calm even if they attack you and if you feel threatened, walk away. Number four, in-person conversations are the only way to go. Trying to get your point across via social media or a text is mostly ineffective. Now, these are conversations. If you put a meme or a graphic on your social media page about how you support life, that's something different. But if that leads into a back and forth or an argument, just don't go there. Number five, slow the conversation down, which will allow you to think more clearly say a flare prayer, and you're less likely to find yourself drawn down rabbit trails about a woman's right to choose, for instance. Number six, ask open-ended questions. Find out what they really believe. And if they have any hesitancy about abortion, then you can address those things specifically and hopefully begin to speak about the humanity of the innocent and defenseless preborn human being. Let's remember 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Now, I look forward to continuing this conversation with you in future episodes. If you have a question for me about this, on this topic, you can send an email to me. Hello at theheartbeatpodcast.net send it to hello at theheartbeatpodcast.net. Please share this podcast with your pastor, your priest, your church, and your friends. You can find it in all of the episodes at theheartbeatpodcast.net or if you're listening on a podcast player right now, you can share this episode right from that player. I hope you found this episode helpful in having those conversations about your pro-life views. As I said, there'll be more to come. Thanks so much for spending time with me again today. And remember, your life is precious. Precious.